0: so you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight podcast with Granger Smith.
1: When Gary Leskowski quit his job to take care of his disabled wife, they fell behind on bills, got evicted, and he moved his family into a U-Haul truck out of desperation. While on a wait list for shelter and assistance, Gary reached out to Stan Arthur with the nonprofit org hoping they can help him out with some gas money. Stan saw the U-Haul, knew he needed to do more, and raised $16,000 for the Laskowskis, which Gary called a blessing that he will use to get his family off the streets. Sorry for what you had to go through, Stan said to Gary when he delivered the good news. I hope this is going to make a real difference. Gary called Stan's help divine intervention and a blessing.
0: It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals.
1: I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. Police in Sweetwater, Florida arrested Louise Bernard on Sunday. According to the arrest report, he had 16 different forms of IDs on him and 47 different debit cards in his car and wallet. Hey, I had an ex-girlfriend like that, too. She had a whole bunch of different personalities. That Florida fella's just dumb.
0: Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. We've
1: been talking the last several shows about the weather. Can the government control the weather? Can humans control the weather? Uh, Maybe control is not always the right word. Maybe it's manipulate, cloud seeding, making it rain, making it not rain. How much do we do this? Why do we not talk about it more often? Why do we not know about it? Why do people call in this show and say that it's absolutely false, no one is controlling the weather? And then yet other people call and say, we've been controlling it since World War II. We manipulated it all through Vietnam. The Chinese used it for the Beijing Olympics. The Chinese have announced that they use it all the time. So then comes the question, though, why don't we use it for good purposes, like making it rain in Texas and California and Arizona and making it not rain so much in Tennessee and Virginia and Kentucky. It makes for an interesting conversation. I'm having you guys call in continually. Let me know what you think about it. 866-607-8383. Let's take a call about it right now.
0: Hey, Granger, this is P. Ramsey out of Modesto, California. And, yes, we are controlling the weather. It's called the HART program. I want to Google that. Check it out. The HART program. P.
1: Ramsey, appreciate you, brother. Uh, Yeah, the heart project. People, you're not the first person to say that. What's so interesting about this, you know, you say just Google the heart project. And I believe you. What's so interesting is if it's right there, if it's right here under our noses, and that the government is clearly saying that they do this. Why do people deny it? Why do people say no way? The government doesn't control the weather. We can't control the rain. Why do people say that? If it's right here in front of our face with the Harp project. So interesting. Why is this so secretive? Talking about if the government can control the weather, call me 866-607-8383.
0: I don't know that uh, the government can have anything to do with the weather other than like nuclear warfare and that kind of stuff. But if it, if it was up to my thoughts, then really nuclear stuff would be the only way to be able to make the weather change simply because that does change the biosphere around the planet Earth. Thank you. Okay, so
1: here's a good example of a caller that says, no, it's not happening. And clearly, the caller before that says, Google the Heart project. I'm not sure if I'm totally tracking this uh, nuclear... War thing, so so you're saying that through a nuclear blast, that is the only way to control the weather, and so it's possible through an explosion, like an EMP or something like that. And so then I question: Is that happening right now? What did what did the Chinese shoot into the sky? Apparently, to make it not rain during the Beijing Olympics. Call me eight six six. Six oh seven eighty three eighty three. Taking another call right now. I'm talking about the weather. Yeah, the government does do some seeding, but what they do is they release supercooled water droplets into cloud formations, fill out for uh, more condensation to form around these supercooled water droplets, which creates precipitation. And they primarily do this around actually desert regions to uh, promote more food growth. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, you you sound like you know exactly what you're talking about. You sound very informed, and I, I want to believe you. And it sounds legitimate. Call me back. Somebody get this guy's number. We have someone now that has an actual practical means of creating precipitation. However, here's my question. I need this part of it answered. This is the sociological part of it. You've, you've answered the practical, but now let's move into why don't they do this more often? Why, why don't they come into severe drought regions in California and help these farmers out? Now, I, I understand maybe it's too much money. Maybe it, this, this kind of technology is extremely expensive. That would be a legitimate excuse. I get it. But then once again, if it's such a big deal, if weather is such a big deal to this planet, having rain, Too much rain, not enough rain, too much sunshine, too cold, too hot. If these things are such a massive factor to our lives and global transportation and global economy and trade and food, why don't we talk about this more often? Why don't we control it better? (laughs) Simple questions from my simple mind somebody help me out here. I'm enjoying this conversation. I also would like to bring up the fact that we talked about nuclear reaction affecting the weather. What else can an EMP do to us? Is there anybody out there, anybody listening right now that is terrified about EMPs? Is there anybody that has a a automobile that they have taken the computer system out of so that it could run in case of a nuclear explosion high up in the stratosphere? Is this something that all of us should worry about or think about? Call me if you know anything about that as well. 866-607-8383. Thoughts. after midnight.
0: You're up after midnight.
1: Leo Clark, thank you for connecting with us on Instagram tonight. I appreciate the follow. Patrick Denton, YouTube buddy. Patrick said, love listening to you while at work. Thanks for everything you do. I appreciate you. Back at you, Patrick. Carrie Collins coming in across the Atlantic, listening from Wales in the UK. Thank you for keeping me company on my mini hike, sending love from across the pond. Love that, Carrie. Thank you so much, all y'all, for being a part of After Midnight.
0: You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: Okay, his knuckles may be bloodied and bruised, but David Rush now has broken another world record. He shared a video on Sunday showing him and his neighbor's son managing 273 fist bumps in 30 seconds, easily beating the old record of 174. David also set the world record for the most fist bumps in one minute with different people last year by fist bumping 152 people. He's set almost 250 Guinness World Records. He does it to promote STEM education.
0: This day in history on After Midnight.
1: On this day, February 1st, 1692, the Salem Witch Hunt began. 1872 Yellowstone Park was established 1893 Thomas Edison completed his first movie studio in West Orange New Jersey 1932 a crime that captured the attention of the entire country Charles Lindbergh Jr. the 20 month old of aviation hero Charles Lindbergh was kidnapped from his family's mansion in Hopewell New Jersey. 1961, President Kennedy established the Peace Corps. 1969, Yankee star Mickey Mantle retired. 2003, the space shuttle Columbia disintegrated during re entry into the Earth's atmosphere, killing all seven astronauts on board. Some famous birthdays include actor Clark Gable, musician Rick James, Lisa Marie Presley, boy band star Harry Styles, and MMA great Ronda Rousey. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history.
0: You're up after midnight.
1: (laughs) I mentioned a couple weeks ago I got a new-to-me 2004 Chevy Duramax LLY. Now, I've been talking about this truck on the radio, and the phone lines just light up, and everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks either that's a great truck, or it's a terrible truck, or I need to modify the truck, or I need to delete the EGR, I need to tune it. Uh, Everybody's got an opinion. And uh, honestly, I love getting y'all's phone calls. It's been so fun. I, I, I love talking about trucks and evidently a lot of y'all do too if you have an opinion on this deleting a diesel maybe you hate duramax maybe you love duramax maybe you're a cummins guy maybe you're one of those old power stroke guys call me 866-607-8383 we're talking trucks we're talking what you love about them what you hate about them why you would get a certain model and right now, I'm going to play you a phone call from one of my favorite listeners, now a repeat caller, and I think we need more and more of him. I wish you would call more often just to give us his wise counsel on the ways of the world. I'm talking about not my grandpa, not my daddy. No, he's a listener, just like you, from South Carolina, Mr. Red Cowboy. What you think about pickup trucks, Red? If you want a truck, you better know what you want the truck for. 'Cause my daddy said, look,
0: every one of them is different. You better know what you're going to do with the truck when you buy the truck. Now, he sold trucks. Just like I said, Granger, look, if you're just going to ride around with that truck, you just get you a truck. Any truck will work. It don't matter if it's a Suzuki or a Isuzu or a whatever it is. It's a truck. People like trucks. I like trucks. All trucks. But look, if you're going to pull something, get you a Cummins, a Ram, or a 7.3 O Ford, and put you some good tires on, them, because you're going to need some good tires if you're pulling stuff. Anyway, this is Old Red Cowboy. And I thank
1: you. I mean that's some good wisdom right there from old Red Cowboy. I hope he calls back again. I'd like to hear his voice. Who else is out there? What you think about pickup trucks and my 2004 Duramax daily driver? Give me a call 866-607-8383. Taking a call right now. You need to get rid of that Duramax and get you a 1978 F one fifty and make sure you have a plenty of Yee stickers on the truck. Have a Yee tag on it. That that'd be the best truck for you. And see if you get a, a truck with original parts is the best. And make sure you slam the door. If you don't slam the door the door won't be shut. Make sure you slam the door because if you don't slam the door, the door won't be shut that includes the liquor cabinet ma'am okay next phone call
0: hey Bomb, tell you what about that back on duramax
1: that's a pretty son of a gun and i like him you're gonna do some pretty boy stuff you need you a duramax you're gonna do you some hollum You need you one of them coming i just want to say hey now it's this, this old cody down here in Lexington. all right then all right cody i hear you brother You and old Red Cowboy thinking I'm going to start hauling 30 head of cattle from South Carolina to Texas with my pickup. And I'm not necessarily doing that. I'm just too busy hosting your radio show after midnight. But I appreciate the input. There's a lot of people out there that think Duramax could outhaul your truck. Call me, 866-607-8383. By the way, old Red, I got a 96-year-old grandmother who probably has more power and get up than your 7.34.
0: Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger
1: Smith. Late at night, discussions usually start talking about lights in the sky saucers flying around that's what we talk about when it gets to be this hour on after midnight and we've been talking lately about the nazis did the nazis have blueprints a technology from out of this world and did that technology end up over in area 51 after world war ii i've been taking your calls we do air in vegas on the bull 95.5 i asked if anybody in area 51 is listening to this. Can they call me? Listen. I know you're not going to call me and I don't expect you to call me from area 51. I'm just saying that on the radio, but it is possible that you're listening to me right now. You're listening and your earbuds are on your radio. We're talking about you. We're wondering what you're doing out there and we love that you're working for us, serving our country. Well, we just have our questions. Do you have a question? Call me, 866-607-8383. Talking flying saucers, talking Area 51. First caller? Yeah, uh, I lived in Vegas. Um, Area
0: 51, there's a lot of stuff hidden in there. Uh, the
1: airplanes that go in there have no tail numbers. From McCarran the Airport, they uh, nobody's gonna call you. They uh, they can't say anything. Everything's all like top secret, secret badges. Like I said, a secret plane flies into Area 51 and flies back to McCarran Airport. Yeah, as far as aliens, oh, you know. Believe tell. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. We've all seen those unmarked airplane going out across the desert. What are they doing out there? That's always been the question. Military are out of this world. Call me, 866-607-8383. Talking Area 51. <laughs> My name is Kathy Advoid. My dad went to Area 51 because he was in the military, he was in the Marine Corps, and he did to do a special class there. Area 51 is not for aliens. It happens to be a secret service uh, base for special weapons that we are taking in. Doing that, the military takes and make. Um, he said at the time, stealth bomber was there, and there was also drones, man, unmanned drones being done, and um, some other technology. But it's technology that the military takes and doesn't want people to make and know about, and they they created the alien story to try to keep people away from that area. You see, that's just what your dad wanted you to believe, but he was lying to you. I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm just kidding. Hey, I agree with you. I don't believe in aliens, y'all. I, that, that's my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter very much. I'm just your host and the mediator of this conversation, but I don't personally believe in aliens. But but here's one problem with what you just said. The government created the alien story to keep people away. Well, that if that's the case, that obviously backfired completely. Let's take another call. Yeah,
0: I had an opinion on the alien craft stuff. I'm a strong believer of everything. There's no way that human race is the only existing race in this whole world. Like, there's no way that we just don't have the technology to go out there and explore it. But there's a lot of technology that we don't know about that government is covering up. And there is just no way that what we know is everything. And I think we all should have the right to know, regardless of wherever secrets they might hide. if we're in the land of the free, then why are we keep it secret?
1: Okay. Yep. I hear you, brother. That's that's a great opinion. I know a lot of people have that. That's not what I believe. But hear, here's my question to you. This just just a practical question. If there is this technology that came from out there in the universe, and I understand the mathematics you're using that you would think the odds are that there is another species out there. But did they come to this planet and and our government took the information and is now hiding it, but, but no one else can see it? Why would it be so obvious to the government and not to us? Why would they go to these remote deserts and oceans and not to major cities and say, we're here? Why don't why don't they do that? That's my question to the listeners. 866-607-8383. Why haven't UFOs made their presence known to the mass public of Earthlings and not just some crazy farmer in New Mexico? Right? Let's take another call. 866-607-8383. Loving this conversation. You're on.
0: Hey, man. I'm from Macomb,
1: Mississippi, and I'm listening to your show on my way home like i do every night one thing i got to think about is antarctica you go to antarctica you got to have military or scientific clearance and i definitely believe a lot of cover-up by the military has been done over the years but love your show man keep doing what you're doing ooh antarctica yeah that's a great point brother and thank you for bringing that up because guess what else is connected with this conversation we were talking about the last two nights the Nazis and something they were working on that they say, or at least their scientists ended up saying, came from a technology given to them by another species. And the Nazis were doing a lot of work in Antarctica. Why? What is down there? And why does it take military clearance to go see it? Is there a landed spacecraft? Is there some kind of technology? Did something get built? Is that where some kind of weaponry was being built is this some something being tested that has to do with our climate? What's going on with Antarctica? Somebody call me, 866-607-8383. This conversation just keeps on spinning, out of control. We're After
0: Midnight. You're up After Midnight. After Midnight with Granger Smith, heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you and make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast.